0: I got asked to contribute a a blog post um, for one of my one of my business partners about holiday spending, and and so and so I wrote one, and I always try to to put some kind of a unique spin on it, somehow weave a story into it so that it's a little bit more interesting than me just giving tips on on holiday spending because I mean that that doesn't sound very interesting at all um it's important to understand holiday spending but i think that you all understand holiday spending i think that you intellectually get it and understand it but it's the emotions it's the sticky stuff the messy stuff that has a tendency to kind of trip us to kind of trip us up so that's that's what i wrote about and i thought i did a good job of turning it into a bit of a story and incorporating some fun elements so If you came upon this on your own, or if you went to the website and checked it out, I apologize for the redundancy, but here goes nothing. Bah humbug. I won't use Scrooge's famous catchphrase, and this is not a blog post discouraging holiday spending, so please continue listening. Instead, I'd like to better prepare you to truly enjoy your holiday season using the three characters that Scrooge encountered during Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Some of my fondest memories are of Christmas as a kid. When I look back on that time, I can't help but think about how this holiday season might not be quite as bright because of the pandemic. I consider how my kids, James and Jack, who are four and one, may not get the same kind of experiences I had when I was their age. And while this may very well be true, I'm not going to let my ghost of Christmas past cause me to emotionally react to my ghost of Christmas present or vice versa. What I mean is this it's perfectly natural and very human desire to want to compensate for the difference in this year's celebration by buying more or bigger presents. Rather, I'm working to keep in mind the the ghost of Christmas yet to come, and that will be back to normal sooner rather than later. So maybe you're looking at everything rationally and realizing you've got a lot of extra money because maybe you're not traveling or exchanging gifts with as many people. And if that's the case, then by all means, splurge on something. Remember, I told you I was not going to buy humbug all over your holidays. Similarly, I am not the guy to tell you not to buy coffee because it will prevent you from one day becoming a millionaire. Quite the opposite. What I focus on is figuring out what really lights you up and doing more of it. So if that's coffee, traveling, investing, or eating out, go for it. This is one of the more compelling reasons for keeping a budget so you know how you're doing with your spending and allocate the right amount to whatever makes you happy i'll only spend a couple lines on this so bear with me you must know your facts You've gotta know your cash flow and your budget without knowing how much money you have coming in and going out how will you ever know if you're doing the right things or if you're on track to reach your goals and objectives imagine if amazon didn't track cash flow or operate on a budget why are you any different Knowing your facts allows you to double down on things you truly enjoy, which is really what I wanted to talk to you about. As I'm speaking this, I realize it's probably too late to stop you from making big holiday purchases like a Lexus with a big red bow on it. But I can encourage you to be more mindful about how you're spending smaller amounts of money, say 100 bucks or less, because between now and the end of the year, you're going to be faced with a lot of those kinds of decisions. I don't have a naughty or nice list or things that you should be spending money on or shouldn't, and I'm not telling you to leave your emotions out of your decision-making. For the next several weeks, when you're thinking about spending money, money, spending money on something, take a moment and ask yourself, is this a heck yeah? If yes, then do it. If it's a meh. meh, then don't do it. The more we can focus on what really brings us joy versus the things we're simply in the habit of spending money on, the more we can prioritize the good things and cut out the meh things. For example, I used to be in the habit of eating breakfast and lunch out every workday. It wasn't because I loved doing it, but it was simply because that's what was done where I worked at the time. Looking back, I could have saved literally thousands and thousands of dollars every year by simply eating breakfast at home and bringing a lunch to work, even just a few times per week. Flip side though, If you absolutely love eating out, well then figure out a way to do it for every meal or even a few per week. It may not be possible, but why not try and figure it out? Next level of mastery on this concept is to focus on how we spend small increments of time throughout our day, recognizing what we truly enjoy doing and then try to eliminate what we don't enjoy doing. That's a conversation for another day. Remember, Almost half the world, over 3 billion people, live on less than $2.50 a day. Whenever I need to do of perspective, I think about how my life would look if that were me. So as you head into your holiday season, count your blessings. Enjoy your loved ones. Happy holidays. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online bootcamp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.